The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, it's 50 miles you to, to, to doubt El Dandy, because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious How about, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to episode 268 of the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jonet. Hi, friend. What's up, friend? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I had a thought. It's going to take a few more years for it to come to fruition, but go with me on this. Okay. For episode 369, can okay. we intro with Get Low? Oh, yeah, sure. Yay! Just remind me. Yeah, I mean. Next week's episode, right? Episode. No, no, no. Three, oh, 369. Oh, I got you, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you yeah. see where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why it just came to me, but I was like, I feel like this should happen. Were you at any party during the New Year's Eve night where they were showing the Steve Harvey where you could see Roman Reigns and Zolf Ziggler wrestle? No. Not me either. No, not at all. I didn't even hear anybody talk about it, so it, it nothing major must have happened. Our truth was out they there. Had where, yeah. <laughs> Really? Yeah, our truth was out there with uh, Maria Menounos. Tell me true. Yeah, with the twenty four seven title. You stop. I'm serious. Did Maria win it? No, no, no they no. were just they were just you know amongst what the right there. <laughs> amongst the amongst the celebrators of the new year. So they were on like it, it, Steve Harvey. No Fox, you know. Fox. Oh Fox, that makes sense. Fox. Yeah. They do a cross promoting like a mug. How do they do that? Because USA is NBC. But SmackDown. But SmackDown is Fox. It's Fox, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, they get. They agree to that. Yeah, they get money from different circles. It's like, hey, we're one company, but we separate our shows out to these two different mediums. That's interesting. Well. I didn't see that. I don't. Actually, there was a TV on, but no, I didn't see any Steve Harvey, and I certainly didn't see it. You know I would have seen Roman. <laughs> I don't know. I missed it. So, Happy New Year to everyone who listens to the WrestleCast. Hope everybody was safe and ring in the new year with their loved ones and their special significant others and had good luck. A special kisses. significant others. He means tequila. <laughs> Have you had your collard greens and black eyed peas and cornbread and all that good stuff for luck and didn't wash clothes on New Year's Day and all that good stuff? Okay. I know we like to talk about important things, but you know I like to talk about shit that matters to me. Yeah. Did you know that hot water cornbread is actually made with hot water? Uh, but figure that since it's in the title, but hey, you never know how things get Would their name. think so too. Literally have never seen it done except for yesterday. And I was like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I gotta boil water? Like, what do you mean? And you know, country people, boil the water. Okay, cute. Boil the water for four minutes. Why? Why four minutes? Why can't you just get it to boiling? Why I gotta go for four minutes? And then my mother didn't boil it for four minutes. Because she's impatient. And so I'm like, it ain't even going to come out right. <laughs> Whole time, I don't know what oh, hot water cornbread is supposed to come out like. Because I don't like it. I like regular skillet cornbread with the crispy edges and the butter melted on top. Mm. That's what I like. But yeah, happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> the WrestleCast can be found each and every week on the CSPN, which can be found on the web at CSPN.us. You can also download and subscribe, rate and review the WrestleCast at 
SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and YouTube. So, Miss Didi Jonay, yeah, we've been off for a couple of weeks. We've missed a, uh, an episode of SmackDown in our hiatus. So, we're just going to give the summary. Let everybody mm. catch up on the summary of what's happened in WWE TV. And then at the end of the show, what everybody came for, the 2019 L Dandies. After a year off, they're back. So we'll go through the L Dandies and figure out who our fans voted to win this year's awards. Not to play spoiler, but I will say fans, friends, and voters, you tried it. <laughs> you try oh, that'll give us people something to look forward to towards the end of the show it's called the hook <laughs> but let us know what happened on Smackdown okay so I have some updates Baron Corbin got involved with the Miz and Daniel Bryant's interactions he wants to challenge the Fiend for the Universal title apparently he thinks that he is the one to slay the demon or whatever he is. No, no, no. The demon's Finn Balor. To slay the... The fiend. The fiend. The alien. He ain't an alien. He's scary, though. Like, could you imagine him in a ha- like a haunted house? Nah, I'd Dover? run. Like, uh-uh. Like, no. <laughs> Not at all. Um, Otis likes him some Mandy Rose, but Dolph Ziggler throws salt on him and on his game. So they're in the back and Otis is talking real nice and I guess he made her like a, a fruit, fruit cake. cake. His mama made him made his mama made, made a fruit cake. But the yeah. funny thing is the, the fruit cake did look like it was half the fruit cake. Like he had already ate the other half. But you know, then Dog comes and he's like, No, nah, I heard it was poisoned or some shit or I heard it was a rat in it or something like that. He's like, You shouldn't eat it and he puts it on the floor. And then he steps on it on his very nice, seemingly brand new shoes. And I was like, men don't do that. Men don't step their shoes in cake. I just like, know this. Mandy Rose and, and bought Otis a really good looking ham. Not as good as the ham that Otis brought the Sammy Zane, but very close. Does Sammy even eat ham? No, we went over this during the, I, the ladies' I, night. Was a, I didn't think you did. Yeah, where we found out your love for the movie Clue. I talked about that. Oh, before I fell asleep. <laughs> we don't talk about that though. Yeah, life has been a struggle for me lately. <laughs> what had happened with people? Because I don't know if you know, but I had got me a new job, so I had been celebrating like daily. So before we recorded, I was celebrating at the other party, and it was the governmental party. And the governmental people have governmental money, which means they have governmental liquor. And it was unlimited. So, poor choices. So, I don't remember all that. But I'm sure it was a great time. It was great as always. Also, Clue is like top five. And it's not number five. Like, it's a great movie. You established that in the last episode. Did I? Yes. <laughs> you got to go back and listen to it. I told the girls I wouldn't. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't need that kind of stress in my life. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I'll be like, that was last year. Get over it. <laughs> um, the revival are trying to resist being placed in the comedy tag team role after their miracle on 34th Street match. What happened? Did they lose? Yeah, they lost, but they lost the heavy machinery, and you know they had all the Christmas trees and the presents and all that shit out there. And after the match, they were like, "No, man, this ain't gonna happen. We uh-uh, we ain't gonna be putting no comedy role. We are the best tag team doing this. We gonna, you know, what I'm saying we don't need to be in stuff like this no more." Where are the Usos? Uh, good news. Mm. Uh, I think it was Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Who has the DUI issues? Mm-hmm. He fought it and he got acquitted. No charges. Uh, all charges were dropped. Well, what an icon! So, um, hopefully, with that past him, now we can get back to the Usos. You know, getting on TV and they can, you know, come back and and give us some. You know, inject some new life into the tag team division. Mm. 
I'm a fan of that. I don't mean to go back to AEW, but Darby Allen wrestles in booty shorts. It's interesting. I'm pretty sure it's not as uh, constrictive as traditional wrestling tights are. I mean, it's a booty shorts and tights combination, and I'm not mad at it, but I'm just saying I'm kind of shocked that a girl hasn't done that for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a bad look. Um... Braun Strowman has his eyes toward Nakamura's IC title, and he deserves it, so I hope he gets it. Um, Sasha Banks beats up Lacey Evans in front of Lacey's daughter. It's what she deserves, because I saw the clip, and that little girl tried to hit Sasha. Yeah, she took a swipe at her. And it's like, who are you hitting, little girl? Smack you <laughs> on your face. I don't care who... If you, if you old enough to hit me, I'm old enough to hit you back. Fuck you mean. Oh, this is the this is the version of Sasha Banks we get <laughs> beating up little kids again, tormenting kids. Oh yeah, I'm here for that. First of all, that little girl ain't like Bailey's little baby. That little baby was crying and shit. That little I don't want to call her out her name because she is a child, but that child <laughs> absolutely tried to give that give Sasha a two piece no biscuit, and it's like no. She was me gonna... mugging and everything. She and I'm like. I don't think she knows how to act. I think she really mad. <laughs> she was like, you gonna touch my mom? <laughs> like, what did you tell her <laughs> before you got there? Like, you didn't tell her this is our pretend? You were like, no. <laughs> if we fight, we fight. <laughs> That's right. I'm not mad. I mean, maybe Lacey raising her daughter best good after all. <laughs> but still, if your child swing on me, I'm swinging back. Fuck you, me. That's why I can never be a teacher. Because your child is never going to hit me and I have to be the bigger person. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Elias is back being his best self. That means he's singing rude songs about wrestlers. Oh, he was being very mean about Bailey. Bailey doesn't look like a man with that haircut. Is that what he said about her? He said something mean about her. Yeah, he said that he wasn't going to have a threesome with her and Sasha because Bailey's haircut made looks like a man. It doesn't. I mean, Bailey's chin is strong, but it always was. It's not It's not indicative of anything. I'm glad they got back, Elias back to singing songs and not doing so much wrestling. I mean, but can you imagine an Elias-Sasha threesome? It doesn't have to be Bailey. Like, kind of like, somebody <laughs> would be like, great. Like, ooh. See, that's the kind of shit that needs to get leaked. That's what I'm into. Anyway. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I, thought we were, I thought we were past the page incidents. First of all, I didn't see it, but I didn't want to see it. I want to see a Elias. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like Elias. Hey, who was the other one? What's his name? Yeah, that one. Him. Mm-mm. Elias. <laughs> and it's like, Paige and Sasha? Sasha. Like, come on. Let's be honest. You know. And, and even the sex tape was before she got her little lip injection. So this is a whole different aesthetic. Um, anyway, Roman finally gets see, his there was There was room for an Xavier Woods joke there, but I let it slide. I, I, I knew who it was, but I skipped it because we're past that. Yes, we are. And he's in recovery. Yes, we're showing growth here on the WrestleCast. Maturity. <laughs> you love to see it. Roman finally gets his revenge on Baron Corbin for the dog food attack a couple weeks ago. When I tell you there is nothing in my contract that would ever let me allow you to put dog food on me. No. Those are the things we're not doing. I don't know what Roman's revenge looked like. What what did it look like? Oh, he just beat Baron Corbin's ass. That was the night that they had the three way where Baron Corbin was supposed to wrestle. Um, oh yeah, against yeah, Dan yeah. And, them. and then he got attacked, and he was like, "Nah, we shouldn't even had a match because I'm not physically fit to fight. I just got attacked by Roman. Y'all saw what happened." I. How much money would they have to give you? For you to let them pour dog food on you. Um, I'd have to be able to buy a new car and still have like $50,000 left. So about 100 G's extra. Okay. 
Okay, that's fair. I'm just trying to imagine like taking a shower after that. I'm like, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. But you know, everybody has their price. Yes. So hopefully he got a bonus for that. As the million dollar man once famously said. <laughs> oh, remember when he used to make people do shit? Yeah, come on. That was my first love, Ted DiBiase. You know, the million dollar man is Vince McMahon. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's his. You know, they said that um, they got on, like, back when they used to fly commercial. Mm-hmm. And you could do things like smoke on planes. Oh, yeah. oh a long time ago. This dude lit up a cigarette. And Vince McMahon, you know, of course, he's like germaphobe and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Basically, was like, hey, pal, put out the cigarette. And the dude was like, whatever. And he's like, you know, just basically starts peeling off money like 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks. Then he got, got up to like 500 bucks, put out the cigarette. Oh, good work, kid. <laughs> and so that was the like basis of like the million dollar man. He was like, everybody's got a price. Ah, I like it. Um, Braun Strowman and the New Day have a positive interaction, and I don't remember what started it. They but... had a six man tag match against um, Cesaro, uh, Nakamura, and Sami Zayn. There you go. Sammy had a shirt off. We're big fans of that. Um, so after the match, which of course the New Day and Braun won, uh, Kofi and Biggie, my baby's name, Biggie, um, insist that he do a dance, and he said something. But the audience said what I said, which is get these hips, because you know not get these hands, but get these hips. Biggie said something else. Get these dance moves, some shit like that. But you know, get these hits was what I meant to. And so, shocker, no shocker, Braun did exactly what he needed to do, and he broke it down like the real one that he is. He has no rhythm. Nobody is surprised. <laughs> it's okay. It do not matter because Braun is Braun, and we're big fans. How you feel about Braun dancing? Uh. It was definitely a, what is he about to do moment? Oh, <laughs> shit, look at this. I, I don't mind him dancing. I don't need him to dance, though. Like, Yeah, this ain't something they should be starting up every week. But, yeah. You know. Like, as a one-off, it's like, oh, okay. Right. You got black friends. You did a shimmy. It's nice. You know, it's a new day. They always trying to get people out of their little comfort zones. Yeah, it's like right before New Year's. Maybe he had a little tipple tipple. Sure. Cool. Don't make it a habit. <laughs> um, ooh, excuse me. Next, um, Carmella had a match with either Mandy or Sonia. But either way, she won it. And that is interesting because she beat the other one the week before. So, the fact that they're losers now is making it look like Fire and Desire are about to break up. Mm-hmm. Has there been a women's tag match like in the last three months? Um, yes. Charlotte and Becky versus the Kabuki Warriors. So, nobody else who's like a designated tag? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not, the, not Team Straya. No. Yeah, that that I don't know what they done to my girls, the iconics. Well, I do know that one of the double iconics was nervous for her parents because you know Australia's Australia. Yeah, so it's on fire right now. Yeah, because that's what Australia does, and so her people had to be evacuated, but they're okay, so she's okay now. Good, good. But I don't. That probably don't got shit to do with why we haven't seen them on TV. Yeah, they need to. They need to. They need to change that. I need, need some Peyton Royce in my life. Mm. Cody's tights were looking a little flat in the front. Anyway, Daniel Bryan had a triple threat match over the Miz and Mary Corbin. So the triple threat match was on and then off and then back on. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan won it, and that means he will face the Fiend at Royal Rumble. I feel like the Miz is going to interrupt anyway. Because you think so? How are you just going to leave, like, creepy dolls in the baby's bassinet? Like, he can't do nothing. Well, I mean, they wrestled right after that and got his ass beat. 
It don't matter. You put fifty dollars <laughs> in my baby's bassinet. <laughs> like I gotta try again. <laughs> Just supposed to be like, good luck then. Do it for the both of us. Like no. Even when they try to be nice to each other, Daniel Bryan and the Miz not liking each other for real still comes off. It's delicious. It's amazing. Yes. Because that's just that feeling of, oh, you hate him. It's like, ah, I love it. And they've been linked for almost like 15 years now. Because 15? Yeah, because when NXT first started, the first part of it, uh, they had coaches and stuff, and the mm-hmm. and the Miz was Daniel Bryan's coach. Mm. And so he was. So Daniel Bryan for fifteen years has been like, "I'm better than you," and here you are in my face. Yeah, he was talking to me like you know anything. Oh, wow. right, right. Yes, you love to see it. <laughs> so yeah, they they they've been having a long time. Their shit goes back. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was SmackDown, the show that doesn't have the wedding angle and that actually is a little bit easier to watch and get through. First of all, Raw was iconic. <laughs> I like <lied. laughs> JK Uh We're about to get to it. Um, As another preview, I was like, it's 11 o'clock. What the fuck are you all doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're gonna cut all this shit off. I and went, I, I went and hung out, and was like, oh, okay, you know what? I don't even have to worry about this extra time on the DVR no more. And then I watch it back on Tuesday morning, and I'm like, yeah, you missed the whole section. Yeah, I had to go to it YouTube. It was like, it was like ten fifty five, and I was like, don't they need to speed it up? <laughs> Uh, but before that, we've got uh, the week before Monday Night Raw to talk about where Kevin Owens beats up Mojo Riley in like a <laughs> no disqualification match or something. <laughs> then Kevin Owens calls out Seth Rollins in the AOP. They come out and they beat him down. R-Truth and Sazawa, they're battling through New York City for the 24-7 title. And at the conclusion of it, they finally come together and look like they're going to form a new union, maybe a um, rush hour type pairing between those two. <laughs> Becky Lynch makes a challenge to Asuka for a title match at the Royal Rumble. Um, Did Asuka say no? No, Asuka accepted. She said she just wanted to be at the Royal Rumble. Because I forget who did it, but somebody was like, I challenge you to that. And they were like, no. Oh. <laughs> and I cackled. I forgot. That was like a couple of months ago. Yeah. 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 It was great. Because it was like, why the fuck should I? What's in it for me? That's yeah. like uh, that's like Jay White in New Japan. So like during the main event, when you win the main event, you get to talk. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the ring, and usually when you're talking, somebody else will come out, and that'll be like your next challenger. Mm-hmm. So he won this match, and then this dude Goto comes out. And he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, Goto, I'm not wrestling you. No, you're not getting a title shot. It's not going to happen. This is my moment, and no, I'm not wrestling you at all. Go to right. the back." <laughs> <laughs> I love that because it's like it's one of those things that like adds like a tinge of like reality to it. Like it's technically. I don't have to say yes to you. So the answer is no. It's like, it's very simple. What you notice is faces never do that shit. Faces like, oh, I fought 45 people. I'll face you too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Heels are like, I saw somebody today. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I passed him in the parking lot. Fuck you mean I am undone. I need to prep. The hot mess. Chelsea Green made her debut on Raw versus Charlotte Flair. The week before, her tag team partner, Deanna Perazzo, made her Raw debut. So, uh, good to see Chelsea Green and Deanna Perazzo getting some TV time. I guess they're going to be coming together on NXT now because that's where they're... That's what, a tag team that never has matches? <sighs> yeah. I guess a singles competitors first, but yeah, they could probably morph into 
uh, the tag team like they've been doing on the road in NXT. But I really like Chelsea Green. She's really good. I like her a lot. Hot Mess Express. Uh, the OC and the Good Brothers, as well as Randy Orton and AJ Styles, can p- continue to build toward uh, their matches. In the main event, Rey Mysterio retains the United States title over Seth Rollins. Then Seth Rollins has the AOP destroy Rey. AOP tries to punk Samoa Joe at the commentary table, but Joe stands up to the AOP. But Joe eventually gets put through the announce table at Seth Rollins' command. So, during the Kevin Owens beatdown, he's like, hey, these men right here, these are a bunch of thugs. He is like, and somebody better stand up and do something, because if they don't, it's going to get real dark around here. And then at the end of the night, they're dragging Ray up to the announce table, and they're trying to get, so, you know, Jerry, the King Lawler, and and, uh, Big Joseph, they gone. Samoa Joe sitting there like, I ain't moving. They paid me to commentate, so I'm going to sit here and commentate. And the AOP is like all up in his face, and he's like, hey, if you want me to get up, that's going to be both of y'all asses. And uh, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins came over there and was like, whoa, 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 Joe, we don't want no problems. We don't want no problems. We don't want no problems. This is not what we came for. And then he kind of like turns to walk away, and when he turns to walk away, he tells AOP, finish him. And they attack some of Joe and put him through the announce table. Aww. Joseph deserves better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joseph got a little um, he done grew his hair out. Mm-hmm. Joseph got like a French braid in the bag. <laughs> That's the thuggiest ass French braid I've ever seen. I was like, yes, Joe. Ray Mysterio loses the United States title to Andrade during a house show at Madison Square Garden. A.K.A. Charlotte's fiance. Yes. As on New Year's Eve or first minute of the new year, Andrade proposed to Charlotte Flair and she said, see? That's so precious. Or something. So good luck to those two kids. Madly in love. Uh, Kids? How old are they? It's a, it's a. No, I know what you mean, but now I want Andrade. Samoa Joe comes to Kevin Owens' rescue during his brawl with Seth Rollins and AOP to start off this week's Monday Night Raw. Kevin comes out, calls out Seth and AOP. They oblige and they do what they've been doing to him the last couple of weeks, kicking his ass. But then Samoa Joe comes out there and they have a big ass brawl to start off raw for like the first 10 minutes so that was uh really entertaining uh charlotte becomes the first person man or woman to declare for the royal rumble the street profits they pin the oc and earn a spot in a triple threat tag team title match next week versus the oc and the viking raiders did you see angelo dawkins brain shut down Later in the night when they did their promo. Uh Uh-uh. So they do a promo about, you know, they just beat the OC and, you know, they just beat the best tag team in the world, blah, 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 blah. And it makes this. So what does that make them? That makes them the best tag team in the universe. And then Andre Dawkins goes, nah, fam, not the universe, the multiverse. And then (laughs) um, your boy, uh, Montez Ford is like the multiverse, and then Angela Dawkins goes to try to like explain it, and it's like he mm-hmm. forgot what he was supposed to say because he said like half a sentence and just stopped. And then Montez <laughs> Ford was like looking like all confused, like I guess it's supposed to be something. Else. And then he just kind of like shook his head and just kind of like went on with the rest of the promo. But yeah, <laughs> it was like man. But I mean, it's it's a, he had had a drink or two. It's amazing. Uh, he, they came out. They cut a big promo before the match. Then mm-hmm. they wrestled a match, and then mm-hmm. they cut a promo a, a promo in the back after the match. Mm-hmm. So I could imagine that he had a whole lot of shit to try to remember. Yeah. Um. At the MSG, uh, no, not at the MSG house show. At a house show in Hershey, Pennsylvania. 
It was reported that Randy Orton was injured when he went to attempt an RKO. Uh, it looked like his knee gave out. They stopped the match. They went through all the things they normally do when people get injured. But it was all a ruse because <laughs> he came out on crutches, giving a real sad spiel about, you know, seeing people get injured and having to give up titles and then careers in the middle of the ring only to lure AJ in and he ended up giving them an RKO. Did you see this? Mm, yeah. Okay. I'm asking, I'm like, why are people cheering for Randy Orton? This man is his nickname is a viper. He is a snake. People People like horrible things, as evidenced by that man over in that city <laughs> called the capital of the United States. Um <laughs> people like terrible things. Like Randy Orton is a horrible person. Like it's pretty obvious. But it do not matter. Because RKO's. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Hashtag. That was a real old school thing he did, though. It was fun. I actually enjoyed it. Because I'm actually up here like, damn, Randy Orton got, when it first happened, like, damn, Randy got hurt. It's like, shit, depending on what it is, that might make him have to retire. Then I'm like looking for updates and they're like, oh, he's being evaluated. It'll be, you know, some information later on. I'm like, okay, I'm like, damn. I never heard anything else about Randy Orton getting hurt. And then I watched Monday Night Raw. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like he's fine. <laughs> yeah, like look at this <laughs> shit here. And then in the main event segment of this week's Monday Night Raw, Liv Morgan makes her return during the Lana and Lashley wedding. Liv appears to have had a prior relationship with Lana. Uh, it breaks down to a huge-ass <laughs> Jerry Springer brawl between Lana and Liv that looked like it got real real there. Uh, it started out like we was wrestling. Then it got into like, oh, okay. Listen, all it takes is one missed hit. And you're like, oh, really? <laughs> and then you go in, yeah. Because Bobby Lashley didn't look like he, he looked like he was about to reach in and try to pull Lana off of her. And then was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> of course, Rusev was in the big ass giant wedding cake that they had in the ring. And he popped out and he beat down Bobby Lashley. Who has big ass giant wedding cakes? It's, it's, this was There's like an eight foot tall wedding cake. In the wedding cake. <laughs> At best, it's a stripper. At worst, it's your ex husband. Like, <laughs> you knew there was somebody in the cake. That was my old question the whole time. Who's in the cake? I said, I said, but I was like, it's a new shocking. Who's in the cake? Now, lucky for me, like I said, this had a, a, a tremendous overrun of about 10 or 15 minutes. It so, was so, long. so I miss the like three people who objected before Liv Morgan came out. It was on, Stranger on Bitch Boy, version. but a beautiful Stranger Bitch girl, and then Liv. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you know that Sonya Deville is openly, you know, lesbian. Yeah, on the spectrum, living the lifestyle, right? Yeah. And she had kind of said that they like to maybe have a, you know, I mean, it makes sense. It makes storyline. I have that storyline that you have one with the one admitted, right, and out person right. the roster, right, instead of pulling Liv Morgan from the dungeon. And yeah, her and, and, and Mandy, obviously married Lana to do. Yeah, that makes sense. Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose tweets were priceless. It's like I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, um, okay. So I was all excited for Liv Morgan. I thought she was going to come back and be, you know, in a better spot than associated with this Lana Lashley Rusev wedding. Well, Here's the thing. Having words is a better spot than how she left. Right? This is true. But she deserves better. So it's an interesting concept because how I will say that I did enjoy the acting because it was clearly obvious to me 
as soon as she came out because of Lana's face. But she was talking about Lana. And I was like, you better, you better silently act. You better give the nonverbals. Yes. Bobby, so I was, I was, Bobby Lassie did the butt man thing. I ain't oh. never touched First of all, wait, wait. <laughs> let's oh, the be kiss. Clear. The, did you see when the they exchanged foundation? And that makeup. I had told you all. <laughs> I had told you all that man was doused in Fenty 450. I told you all that. And then, what? I don't know if they just didn't set it or if she just rubbed real hard, but that forehead, chin, nose I was like oh my god and I feel like Bobby looked at her and was like oh my god and I feel like she kind of felt like it was like oh my god because she kept touching her face if they would have went a little bit longer we would have accused Lana of wearing blackface like you can't blend that shit out like that's not where a contour goes. Like you, she can't do nothing about. That is so embarrassing. <laughs> like no matter what happens for the rest of her WWE career, that is going to be on the highlight reel because WWE is hateful. Like that's going to be in every clip show. Oh my god! Like there was a lot of wrong with this. Oh my god, that was amazingly awful. Like. That's one of those like, oh, you you can't script that. Like, I I knew he had on a ton of makeup. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I knew it. I was like, how your how your face and the back of your skull are the same color? That's not normal. I knew it. Uh, I don't think give anybody, me my things. I knew it. I don't think a lot of people even knew it was Liv Morgan when she first came out there. I knew it was her, but it's not like she has a distinctive aesthetic that you would be like, it's Liv. You'd be like, who that? Right. Because it's like, like, what does she know for having a colored tongue because she has like popsicles in her mouth all the time? Like, Oh, that's how her tongue got that color. I always wonder. Yeah, Yeah, she always has um, a little lollipop. Like a blue one or some shit. But it's like, besides that, she's a blonde, pretty girl. Oh, she could be any of 17 people. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, that makes me wonder when Ruby Riot is going to come back. She should be coming back soon from that knee surgery. When is Braveheart coming back? Not that I want her back. I'm just asking. I don't know. When is um when is Nia Jax coming back? It's gonna probably be a little bit longer for Nia. It's gonna be a while. She had, you know, she's surgery. Yeah, she had, she's she had both knees done. Yeah, even though she's a healthy girl, that's a big girl. When you have weight on your extremities like that, the healing process is a little longer. Yeah, yeah. Definitely been missing that flavor in the women's division lately. Yeah, they need like size differences. This girl on a AEW, NP, and R. Okay. I don't I don't know what her name is. I'm just seeing the initials on her ass. But her, like, I like that she looks like she's like a mid like she's clearly a bigger girl, but she's like she wouldn't be as big as Naya. And I feel like that's kind of the thing that the WWE is missing. They don't have any like mid sized girls. Right. Like they're all like Alexa Bliss size, Sasha Bang size, or they're barely size. And the biggest one they have right now, barring Naya, is Charlotte. It's like they kind of need like a different body type. Right, right. So like mix it up and make it interesting. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Next, we'll talk about some things that happened in NXT. Um, <laughs> during the holiday edition episode, the, uh, the Christmas Eve night episode, Austin Theory made his debut by coming out to answer Roderick Strong's open challenge for the North American title. It was a really good match. Roderick Strong retained the title, but Austin Theory definitely gave him a run for his money. I actually watched this episode with my mom, so it was real cool hanging out with her, watching wrestling again. Felt like I was eight years old. Aww. Um, oh, yeah. Mama um, does not have any love for how they're making Sasha cower down to, to Lacey Evans. She's like, no. Big fan. No. Mama knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart made her NXT debut versus Bianca Belair. 
And uh, Bianca Belair gave her that L, but Shotzi Blackheart, uh, she did very well for her debut match. So that was really cool. Uh, Leo Rush and Keith Lee, they defeated Damian Priest and um, Tony Nese in the main event. Keith Lee showed out. I uh, put on a Santa Claus hat and did some wrestling moves. And everybody went home happy. And then uh, NXT handed out their end of the year awards on their most recent episode. So we'll run through those before we get to our year in end of the year awards, the official end of the year awards. Uh, the Undisputed Era in the form of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly win the NXT awards for tag team of the year. Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano, they won for rivalry of the year. Dakota Kai one for future star of NXT. This year's breakout star award went to Keith Lee. Takeover of the year went to War Games. Match of the year, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano from Takeover New York. Male wrestler of the year, Adam Cole. Women's wrestler of the year, Shayna Baszler. And NXT wrestler of the year, Adam Cole, baby. And then we got the tag teams who will be involved in this year's Dusty Rhodes Classic. They got announced from NXT. We're going to have the Undisputed Era, the Forgotten Sons, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, and Koshida. And he's going to have a mystery partner. And from NXT UK, we're going to have the Grizzled Young Vets, Gallus, Imperium, and Webster and Andrews. Who are the Grizzled Young Vets? Oh, man. They were the tag team champions in NXT UK. Um, I forgot the dude's name. The young one who's my favorite? Is it him? No, it's not. They're two heels. Oh, ew. Well, I like heels, but if they're not my face, I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. They're two heels. Um, God, what's the dude's name? Um, Yeah, I can't remember, but I like them. The Grizzly Young Vets are good. I like them a lot. I don't like them oh, you know who I like? Is it Coffee? Coffin? Yeah, the Coffee Brothers. Joe Coffee. Mm. Okay, they are James Drake and Zach Gibson. Yeah, James Drake and Zach. Zach Gibson is who I was trying to think about. Which one has the hair, Zach? Zach Gibson has no hair. Oh, Zach is the bald one. Yes. Oh, shocker. Zach seems like he would have long hair. <laughs> so, Zach is... Ooh, six foot three. You better be tall. Yeah. Yeah, they're a good team. They were the NXT UK tag team champions. The first tag team champions. So because that's how young are you? Ninety three. That's not that bad. I've had worse. Oh goodness. Literally. So, uh, they did a reverse between NXT and AEW. Mm-hmm. AEW took off Christmas Eve night and, and NXT ran. Mm-hmm. And then uh, NXT ran like a review recap show on um, New Year's night and AEW had a fresh. Oh, yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah they had a fresh episode that was really damn good. That episode in, in whole might have been their best episode since like the very first one or two. Huh. Hold yeah. on. Yeah, they had a lot of good stuff on that AEW episode. Zach don't want nobody knowing how old he is. <laughs> now it's time for our 2019 end of the year awards, also known as the L Dandies. Thanks to everybody who voted on Twitter who responded in on through tweets to the categories that we have for this year and the nominees. We greatly appreciate it. So we're going to start with the promotion of the year. The nominees were WWE, New Japan, NXT, and AEW. And the winner of the 2019 L Dandy for promotion of the year, NXT. What a difference a year makes from this <laughs> show not having any presence on major TV to everybody being like, oh, I watch it sometimes to 
now it being a part of everybody's viewing habits and finally getting the respect that it deserves that I've known for three years it should have got. But, you know, it's not <laughs> when you guys catch on. It's if you catch on. <laughs> Tag Team of the Year. The nominees were The New Day, Gorillas of Destiny, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, and the Lucha Brothers. And the winner of the 2019 L Dandies for Tag Team of the Year are The New Day. New Day Rocks. I don't think that came as a surprise to anybody that is a fan of the WrestleCast here. Now it's time for the match of the year. The four matches that I had nominated, it could have been eight or nine, but I had to break it down to four. Cody versus Dustin Rhodes from AEW Double or Nothing. Walter versus Tyler Bate from NXT UK TakeOver. Adam Cole Bebe versus Johnny Gargano from NXT TakeOver 25. And Okada versus Sonata from the New Japan Cup. And the winner of the 2019 L Dandy for Mass of the Year is Adam Cole, baby, versus Johnny Gargano from NXT TakeOver 25. All of these matches were really, really good. Honorable mention, uh, Kenny Omega versus uh, Tanahashi from last year's Wrestle Kingdom. It was like the first match, uh, first five-star match of the year last year. Really good. Um, just uh, the Okada Sonata match was voted like the match of the year for like the Wrestling Observer mm-hmm. and a lot of other places. I don't know how many of our fans actually saw that match, but yeah, that's a damn good match as well. But all of those matches are really, really good. So, I, you know, there really is no wrong choice when it comes to high quality action like that. Now we're going to go to Wrestler of the Year Women, Mm. where we have the nominees are Becky Lynch, Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler, and Bailey. And what did you all do? And the winner of the 2019 L Dandy for Wrestler of the Year Women's Division, Shayna Baszler. I am disgusted with all of like, how dare you? I understand that Becky's annoying, but really, Shayna? Really? I agreed with it. That's who I voted for. <laughs> you voted for Becky? <laughs> I voted for Shayna. You voted for Shayna? You are awful. <laughs> Why would you do that? I just, I'm just here to purport the truth, ma'am. You're as bad as fucking Sam want to watch the damn world burn. <laughs> Wrestler of the Year Men's Division. Nominees are Adam Cole, Will Ospreay, Kofi Kingston, and Shingo Tagaki. And the winner of the 2019 L Dandy for Wrestler of the Year Men's Division, Kofi Kingston. Hey. I think everybody can uh, say that that was a definitely a good run by Kofi this year. Went from being the world champion to uh, promptly becoming the tag team champion again. So he basically had a belt for this whole year, 2019, and uh, started from just a little bit of a small groundswell of people on the internet saying, you know who we would like to see? Get a shot, Kofi, to it actually manifesting itself. And then that brings us to our final category, moment of the year. The nominees are the debut of AEW Dynamite, Kofi winning the WWE title at WrestleMania, the debut of The Fiend, and the Steve Austin Raw Reunion promo. (laughs) And the winner of the 2019 L Dandy from Moment of the Year is Kofi Mania. Kofi winning the title at WrestleMania. Honorable mention, I I, I probably should have 
switched one of those last two for the women uh, uh, main event in WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I forgot that until I made the poll out and was like, oh, that might have been a little bit bigger than the debut of The Fiend. But I don't know because that was pretty fucking awesome. It was, but it don't matter. Kofi Mania is the answer. Right, right. So it's like, okay. Like, you should have been included, but you're still a little lost. <laughs> right, right, right. So, again, thank you to everybody who voted um, for this year's El Dandies. Thank you for watching and supporting and using the hashtags and always being um, a part of the fan and the WrestleCast universe here. We definitely appreciate it. Misty Dijonet, are there some um, other things you'd like to nominate for maybe, uh, you know, who you thought was your personal wrestler of the year for women? Who would My you... personal wrestler of the year is Rhea Ripley. Okay, okay, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> She did Big Boss Tings, and she beat MMA, bitch, and that's really all I can ask for. Any other um, discrepancies that you'd like to go over with the categories for the uh, the voters here? That was the only one that I was like, how dare you? Okay. You know, everything else was just like, eh, it's a matter of opinion. I don't necessarily have to agree. You know, I'm trying to be on a higher level nowadays. Right. Like, I don't want to argue. Your thoughts are your thoughts. Your thoughts are valid. Shayna Baszler is not a valid thought. <laughs> but barring that, sure. Right. Whatever. So now we're off to 2020. And uh, we've already had an AEW. That was pretty good for 2020. So that's going to be a good start for wrestling fans. Next up is going to be SmackDown on Friday, so we'll see what comes about. But on Saturday and Sunday, New Japan Wrestling fans, it's the biggest event of the year. Wrestle Kingdom 14. It's going to be a two-day event. We do have a preview out on the uh, Cast of Strong Style. Um, it's the Cast of Strong Style World Tag League Final and Wrestle Kingdom Preview episode so please listen to that to get prepared for all of the matches for the two-day event at wrestle kingdom um this is going to be the last two matches and the great career of jushin thunder liger so if you're a big jushin thunder liger fan make sure that you get somehow you get to see these last two matches that he's going to be in it's the return of hiromu takahashi he's been out for about a year and a half with a broken neck, he's going to mm. challenge Will Ospreay for the IWGP United uh, the um, Junior Heavyweight Championship. That's going to be awesome. John Moxley is going to be facing uh, Lance Archer in a, a Texas Death Match for the United States Title. Uh, they have this thing going on in New Japan where everybody wants to be uh, a double champion. So for the IC title, we're going to have Naito versus Jay White. And the winner of that match is going to face the winner of the championship match between Okada and Ibushi the next night to see who becomes the double champion. So, yeah, two nights of wrestling action from New Japan, Saturday and Sunday. Use the hashtag cast of strong style to share your commentary with color. Um, I don't know about the Saturday night one. I probably won't get up in the middle of the night and watch it. I'll probably watch it that day. But Sunday, though, I might catch that one. I might stay up all night on Saturday and watch it live as it happens. Oh, it's that good. Yeah, it's that good. Wrestle Kingdom's off the chart. Because, like, really, in New Japan, they do this weird thing where, like, in October... Mm-hmm. they pretty much set it up. So maybe there might be like maybe one or two events in November where they kind of tie up a couple of loose matches. Mm-hmm. But by the middle of November, this thing is all set up. And then they don't really do a lot of pre-match prep until maybe two weeks before the show. And then they do like a week worth of uh call road to Tokyo Dome shows. And then after that, they wait like they've been off since like the 22nd 
Oh. Waiting to build up for this match, these matches. So yeah, they go extra hard. Oh. Yeah, it's gonna be the ish. It's gonna be the ish. It's gonna be so good. So those of you who um, have my password to uh, New Japan, definitely take advantage of it. Use it. Watch it. You're definitely that first night. Okada versus Abushi. It is going to be off the chart good it's probably going to be a four to five star match but nobody's going to remember it when it comes back around to the end of 2020 because it's going to happen so early in the year but those boys are going to kill it i just know they are so please check that out again use the hashtag cast a strong style to share your commentary with color and on that note i'm going to turn it over to miss didi jonay so she can give her her shout outs and thank yous Shout out to me in this new job. Won't he do it? Won't he win? Okay, JK. Shout out to Don. Shout out to Sam, even though he's not here. Shout out to Greg and the baby. Shout out to Jay, Tati, um, and all my other girls from the Glow cast. Shout out to Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs. Um, shout out to Old Lady Gang. And all the New Year's alcohol. You love to see it. Yeah, that's it. All right. I'd like to give a shout out to my SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Aditi Jonay. Give a shout out to Sam and Greg and everybody who listens to the WrestleCast. Everybody who has used any of the hashtags, RawCast, SmackDown Matters, NXTCast, DynamiteCast, and PowerCast to share their commentary with color this past week greatly appreciate it please sign up for the patreon page you like AEW? you like retro talk about wrestling it's all there over on the patreon page patreon patreon.com forward slash cspn media sign up become a patron listen to the dark match get all these exclusive episodes there's dark match reviews there's just us having general conversations after the show. There are old raw cast reviews on there. So there's a lot of different things on the Patreon page you guys need to get familiar with. Support the podcast through that way or go to CSPN.us. Click on our tab that says keep the podcast free. Shop with our sponsors. Help keep the show free on the network each and every week. Um, I don't think there's anything else as far as telling you to go watch this or listen to this or anything like that and then near future for wrestling fans but uh, just thank you for 2019 looking forward to a great 2020 and so for my Smackdown Matters correspondent Miss Didi Jonay I'm your host Don DeLaRente this has been episode 268 of the WrestleCast please stay tuned for the parting promo in my way in the building uh, just John, excuse me, sorry to bother you. Just an FYI, security is on the way, but Joe, I just had a quick question for you. Given what happened last week, why would you get involved in such a situation? Why would I get involved? You see, Go. much like the great Seth Rollins, Go. I didn't have a choice. Go. Seth Rollins chose for me to be involved. Go. Seth Rollins made a choice to never be safe again. Seth Rollins made a choice to make sure that Kevin Owens will never stand alone again. Come on. Come on. I've known you for a very long time. Come on. I've known a lot of bad people. Come on. Never anybody as bad as you. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. And after everything I've done in this company, I wouldn't have imagined anyone would be my, by my side for this fight. But if anybody is going to be there, I'm glad it's you. Now, Charlie, you say security's on the way, so I guess we're being asked to leave the building. You know what? I feel like I'm asked to leave this building every other week in this place. But you know what? That's fine because I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think for this week anyway. Oh, there they are. For this week, anyway, I think we've accomplished what we set out to do, yeah? Oh, yeah. We did everything we need to do this week. Now we got seven days to take on next week. Yeah, seven whole days. Boys, 
We'll make this simple. If anybody touches me, they don't feel with their fingers anymore. Happy New Year. Somebody explain to me what's going on here. What are you guys thinking? Whoever comes from this side, I got him. Anybody that comes from this side is mine. No one's kicking us out tonight. <laughs> Nobody is kicking us out tonight. Look, management has politely asked us to leave. Management wants to have the last Raw of 2019 without their leader, without their Messiah, without Seth freaking Rollins. And I say, let them try. The show will be canceled by the end of the next match. They don't stand a chance. Oh. Right on cue, right on cue. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but your services will not be needed. We are leaving here tonight voluntarily. Clear the way, boys.